2: Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And oh, what a week.
3: What a week it was. Um, meh. Mediocre newsletter, I'd oh, say. Oh, I
2: was pleasantly surprised by the content of the newsletter. Really? After the last couple of weeks. I thought there was a lot to sink your teeth into.
3: Really? Uh,
2: yeah. And I mean, we'll get to it later, but the goop podcast this week was... Wild ride. Changed my life.
3: Oh, my God.
2: Um... But let's talk about, well, your whole 30. You're yeah. really coming to the, the finish line. Yeah,
3: it's coming to a head. Today's day 26, four days to go. I am sick of it, but okay. I'm plowing through.
2: You are going to be like Carol Radzowell finishing the New York City Marathon, <laughs> one foot in front of each other. Uh, if anyone listens to you, Real Housewives in New York, which you better watch that show if you listen to this podcast. Yeah, they do. Um,
3: Except I I still haven't seen the last one from this week. Oh, you're a week behind. Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, I'm just very proud of you that you did this for 30 days. Thank you so much. I
3: basically um, just want people to be proud of me. Yeah,
2: well, that's the whole reason to do any diet. Or anything. Yeah. Yeah. any accomplishment you have is purely for external validation. Attention. Um, I unfortunately have... Really fallen off on my Eckhart Tolle. That's
3: okay. I didn't
2: read a word this week.
3: It's okay. I, I again, I really think you should try the audiobook. It's a lot easier than yeah.
2: reading. Well, the book was just so repetitive. Yes. And I was reading it a little, and I'm going to I'm going to read a little bit more of it because I, I want I want to I want to share my thoughts. Yes, we but, have to um, hear your thoughts. But as I was telling you earlier, I just got really into this. Uh, New Black Dahlia book. Yeah, and I wish we could have a whole Black Dahlia podcast. I know it's, it's a it's a fascinating murder.
3: What if we just did like a sub series about the Black Dahlia? We'd,
2: we'd probably like triple our listenership. I know people. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's if probably. We just like, if we true just crime, like Black actually this yeah. is a true
3: crime podcast. People would listen to it. Um, um, no, yeah, and I just read that Golden State Killer one. That was so good. Next on my list, it's
2: great. I'm very excited. Yeah, uh, but. In other news, yes. we have a special guest today. It's
3: extremely exciting that we have a great guest, one of my very dear friends, and a super hilarious comedian. She just came out with an amazing web series called Healing with Heather.
2: I listened or watched it all last night. I was convulsing in my bed. It was so it's funny.
3: It's So incredibly funny. It's like uh it's just it's per if you listen to this podcast, you'll love it because it's like all about um, you know, people trying to better themselves, come, better themselves and-, and all the roadblocks that come <laughs> along with it. Um, we both love it so much and we are so happy to have you, Heather Jewett. Hi guys. Hey, Thanks Hi. for having me. So
2: uh, happy to so be here. Um, yeah.
3: And Heather has done light, has both read Eckhart Tolle you finished
2: the book right The Power Now oh
3: I finished it a couple times wow okay
2: so you need to I, I need to get you to like get me excited about it then mm. um and then you also have done Whole Anna 30. has done a
3: Whole30 so yeah. she's like a super expert to be on this show oh my
2: god yeah because <laughs> um, well Aggie will have finished Whole30 but I've I mean I've like rarely finished a diet in my life so I'm or a book
1: I guess. <laughs> well, a self-help Same. book. Oh, so, yeah, Same. Yeah,
4: it's, I, I feel like self-help books don't usually need to be finished. Like, you yeah, get the idea. That's the thing with The Power Now. I, like, read
2: 75 pages, and I, I really do feel like I get the gist of it. Yeah. And it's hard for me to keep going, but maybe there's more jewels in the shit.
4: Well, you might not have to keep going if you feel like you get it. I, I read it in, like, a really rough time okay. in my life. Oh. As... As a wellness blogger would say, I'm past that now. I'm in a really good place now. That's so good. Um, But in the past, uh, I think I was going through a breakup and I was just like totally just decimated by this breakup and somebody actually my ex had recommended the book to oh, me God. To help, oh, wow. help me get over it oh, and no. was just,
2: <laughs> after you broke up recommended yeah. to you? that's because really i was that's like amazing. of course
4: calling him every night and just like help me like get oh, back together with me and he was like you should read this book and probably in an, in an attempt to like get him back to connect yeah. i actually picked up the book and it was honestly like the only thing that calmed me down. It just kind of it it kind of changed my life just in terms of um you know having never had uh I was raised with like fear the worst, expect the worst, Mm -hmm. it's coming. Mm -hmm. Like all, never be like always be worrying about the future or like ruminating on the past oh man i mean yeah. i guess i wasn't taught that specifically but it was ne- it was just i wasn't taught otherwise yeah. and that's yeah. what i saw around me and, and i think it's, it's like natural, natural yeah. and like cultural you know yeah. um so to unlearn that was really interesting like i literally had never i had never considered that i didn't have to think about the future so to me that was really novel. That's mm. like what I take from it. And he does repeat it a lot, but I don't know if you've gotten to the chapter on relationships yet. I would
2: No, s- I'm still on the body, I think.
4: Okay. I mean, some parts are a slog, but yeah. I I would hang around you for the for relationships, relationships yeah. chapter. Oh. It's it's one of the most mind-blowing Okay. Uh, things right. I've ever read Maybe. about like romantic love. I mean, it just really it's a it, it really punches you in the gut. You're like, oh, "Okay, this is this is real." And I I don't really feel evolved in any way <laughs> since I've read the book. But I read it uh, many years ago and I still apply it. I still use it. Like if I'm tripping out or freaking yeah. out about something, like the, the most rudimentary parts of it are just things that were so new to me. So I can always say like, I'll I'll just go to the present moment. I had never heard that before. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like it's more in the... Furnacular. Yeah, I think
2: he was like a trailblazer because I, I guess I've like tried to do um, a lot of like meditation in the past mm-hmm. couple years and I was doing a Headspace app for a while yeah. and I think there's a lot of the same lessons that you learn from that just about, uh, yeah, not ruminating on the past and, and not thinking about the future and I have trouble with, I have like anxiety, um, but I, I feel like that is a great tool to have, I just, I guess I, it wasn't as new to me as a tool. Not mm-hmm. that I like am great at, at implementing it all the time, but it's like, hard. at least I knew, yeah, I knew about it. So I think maybe that's why it, it wasn't as like mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah. probably like that thing of he was talking about was, it before it was other popular. people, cause this book has yeah. been around for like 20 years now. Right? Yeah.
4: I think I read it like 10 years ago okay. yeah. or, yeah. or like maybe eight years ago. And that was literally the first time I, heard those concepts it was like i hadn't ever read a self-help book so that's why i was it was just like oh okay like i guess i don't i guess everything's okay right now which i always go back to. yeah Yeah.
3: that's a really good point god now i want to read it again um and i want to read that relationships part because i don't remember it it's brutal it's fucking brutal he
4: just totally dismantles like Romantic love and like why we um, fall out of love with people's because it was never really love to begin with because you're they're getting you high and it was just like damn it was uh, it resonated with me at the time yeah. and wow. helped me out it just helped me like get more grounded about the whole thing.
3: Oh, God.
4: But it's brutal. But the book
3: brought me a lot of peace in general. Yeah, books like – self-help books can help you so much when you're, like, going insane. When I went through my first really bad breakup, I read – it's called A Breakup Because It's Broken, which is by the – A banger. That's a
4: banger self-help book. (laughs) Yes,
3: yes. It was – it's by the – the he's just not in Mm that into you people. Mm. And, yeah, that would help me so much. I feel like every, like – 19-year-old girl who's like going crazy and got dumped should just read that book because it just helps you through it
2: well, it, it real
3: talks or you. or boy sure i guess yeah
2: i i uh before doing this podcast i don't think i'd ever opened a self-help book before well and i, I mean obviously i have a lot to learn wait uh, is
3: this your first self-help book
2: no i've read a few uh well, I, I don't know if I've read it. Maybe I'm just thinking of, like, the Goop articles I've read. Yeah,
3: they're very <laughs> self-helpy. <laughs> uh,
2: I, yeah, I don't, I can't think of any specifically. I mean, I've done, like, the Headspace Meditation, and all. I feel like I've tried to do a lot to better myself in the course of, like, doing this podcast. But, yeah, maybe I haven't read a whole Well, you
3: did you read this book. the Gretchen Rubin one?
2: No, I just listened to her podcast. Okay. Uh, And I haven't read The Four Agreements. Oh, I and, read that. And... Yeah, I don't know. Um, so maybe I just need to read more. But yeah. I, this actually, Heather, especially the relationship thing, I'm curious. I'm just curious to read it. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be something new.
4: It's like, you know, ground floor self-help. Yeah. It's, but that's good. And a that's lot like, of them say yeah. the same kind of stuff, but
3: that's just the one that spoke
4: to me. Yeah.
3: yeah. And um, it spoke to Oprah, which is also a huge endorsement.
2: Yeah, she... she... Well, I, I think it's her, her love of Deepak Chopra and, like, Dr. Phil. I always am a little concerned when she thinks something is prof- profound because then I'm like, is it?
3: I, whatever Oprah's thing is, like, that's what I believe in. Okay. Like, her whole, like, religion, the secret. Like, I'm on board with all of it. Because I think that she practices that shit. The secret. Yeah.
2: yeah. she She clearly does. Uh, and it's clearly working for her. And it worked
3: so well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so okay, should we?
2: Well, Heather, you also were doing Whole Thirty. Oh yeah. I, uh, I guess briefly. Yeah. What, what was your experience with that?
4: Well, I did it in September. I was I did it because, unfortunately, we'll get more into this later. But I've I've had digestion issues for a long time. Oh dear God, yes. that part of the web series is a true thing. <laughs> um, and I've really tried everything to. Figure out what's going on. Like, what? I hate to be that person. It's a very goop yeah. demographic. But, like, what what am I intolerant to? I can't figure it out. I've been trying to figure out for years. And so I did the whole 30. And, like, my symptoms got worse when I was on it. Oh, my God. I hung in and did the whole thing. And I did have some benefits. Like, what you talked about, Aggie, on, on the last episode of this podcast with the, like, sleeping well mm-hmm. and... Feeling, like, a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, I felt really good on it, and I liked the food. But uh, I didn't figure out what was wrong. And I think maybe because of all the plant matter I was eating. Oh, that's a... Which we'll get
3: into. We'll that you think gets, is I had a really bad
4: experience with my digestion. Could Interesting. Could it be like,
2: any new thing that you're introduced to your body, it would trigger that, and then you would get used to it? Or do you think... Of, I don't... Because I feel like sometimes if you have been eating really shitty for a while, your body gets used to it, and then you start eating healthy, and then all hell breaks loose. But maybe, I
3: guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't really
4: eating badly before, okay. but I, I was also vegan for three years in the past, and that's that's the only thing I compared to my symptoms being that aggressive huh. when I was also eating a lot of the vegetables. Paradox. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. <laughs> that's yeah. Really, yeah. Deeply um, fascinating.
2: So let's talk about healing with Heather. Yeah, that's what we have to talk
4: about. Oh my god. Uh,
2: Well, (laughs) I watched it last night. It's 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 a five part web series. It'll take you, what, like a half hour to watch the whole thing. Um, Is YouTube the best place to get it, or is there a specific.
4: That's the only place to get it. (laughs) It was. uh, I kind of had the idea to make it because I was I have been trying to better myself for so long mm-hmm. in such a sometimes desperate fashion, <laughs> it feels like. And then, um, you know, having a lot of perceived failure at the different ways to better myself. I've tried meditation for years, still can't really do that. Um, different uh, ways of eating, still go yeah. back to mm-hmm. the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I just got really obsessed, like with these wellness bloggers on Instagram, mm-hmm. because, you know, I have different phases with different ones, and get really obsessed, yeah. and I noticed that the the thread throughout these people is that they're never like having. What really fascinates me is that their bad time, their dark time, is always like something they're talking about in past tense. But it's like, you're going through stuff right now, right? Because you're a human being. But this vision of your life as it is, is like going to make people feel bad. (laughs) Because it's like, you're never talking about that stuff while it's happening. So you're just presenting this like perfect
2: thing. And to me, when I see a lot of those people, it's uh, transparently, uh, they are struggling. Or maybe I'm projecting, but it seems like... People that are so performative about how healed they are and how uh, past all of their trauma they are, I'm like, oh, you're still really hurting, and you just you're like not adm- admitting it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I loved about like the character that you played. It, w- I mean, obviously it was heightened, but it was like so 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 obviously you were still going through shit, and then the yeah. de- you know devolving in each episode. Yeah, um, the
3: last episode will drive you crazy. It's and it's like so heartfelt, good.
2: too. It's it's like funny, but it's also like you do you're like, "Oh shit, this is a real person." Yeah, it's yeah. sad. Uh, <laughs> I hope it
4: comes across that I'm not making fun of that. No, that not at Culture all. No. because yeah. I I am like so drawn to yeah. wellness and self-help stuff, but it's just I I w- I guess the word failure is too strong, but it always um It's like never feels like enough, especially when you're comparing yourself to people online that are never going through the hard times. So you're like getting up and like tying your eucalyptus and doing like 19 (laughs) morning rituals and then like you have a. Rat in your house, yeah. and you're like, "Fuck, I can't do
3: it. I can't get there." You know, like this bitch lives on a farm. How does she live on one? Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, that's so real. I relate so much to that. It's totally. just such a high standard that no one can ever achieve because it's not real. Like what they're presenting. You know, you don't see the warts and the rats in their kitchens
4: or they'll talk about it but it's always just like i'm good now because i i've achieved perfection and that's i feel like
3: that's so dangerous yeah
2: which yeah any truth or any like person who is really uh like a guru or not completely full of shit will always admit that it's like a a continuum and they're never you're never perfect
3: yeah when people present themselves as perfect to me I'm just always like oh I guess they're really shallow and like nothing upsets them because they're not like deep (laughs) like I never think of it as like I always think of it as like a flaw Mm -hmm. like if you have no um like if nothing is affecting you anymore it's like well you've never struggled
2: totally um so check out Healing with Heather it's great thank
3: you guys yes
2: uh all right. Let's get into these All newsletters. All right. Let's get into
3: the newsletter. Um, so,
2: should we start with our beautiful guest Heather?
3: Sure. Do you want to start?
4: Um, with my best. Your yeah, best, yeah. yeah best okay. Of the week. Uh, I. This is perfect place to start because it, it's a transition from what we were talking about before with the plant. Um, these danger the danger of plants. Yes. I guess. Um, my best was the podcast. Which was, what's his name? Stephen Gundry. Stephen Gundry. This and is the real
2: official Goop podcast that we all Yeah, The
4: do. real
3: Goop podcast.
4: And he basically, um, mm. he shaded plants very Hard. heavily. Yeah. Because they... Uh, night shaded plants. The night... <laughs> 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 Dropped it and you picked it up. Uh, he, he talks about lectins, which mm. I never heard of before. And I went into listening to this podcast like, this guy's going to be a quack, like whatever. I didn't expect to enjoy it and I feel like I might have found the answer to my years long search for a, a, what's going on with my digestion.
3: Well, that's yeah, cuz you have issues with plants. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're fucking trying to get you.
4: They're after me and they have been my whole life. Let's yes. just be real. I've always had an. A much easier time with uh, white bread, mm-hmm. white rice. Mm-hmm. I can eat McDonald's before bed, wake up, and it's a beautiful day. Okay, <laughs> and when I first went vegan, I it, that's when it started. Wow. Um, oh, wow! And when I started eating like a lot of whole grains, making my food from scratch, nuts, seeds, smoothies, all that stuff, I was
3: fucked. These are these lectins that are turning <laughs> you. Yeah. I it's got to be the lectins.
2: This was my thing I would buy, meaning the thing I did buy because I literally bought his book after listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know if you want to join me, but I'm definitely going to do his 21-day lectins cleanse. Or I
3: think whatever. I will join you. Right. Okay. Let's put I it on the calendar. Be a different All right. And so list. I already admitted this before we started recording that this was my worst. And yeah. I do, I do uh, have a few issues with Dr. Stephen Gundry. I think that he may...
1: Be How a psychopath and he may hate women. I, I That's just go. a theory I'm, I'm that joking. I have.
3: And look, I'm so sorry. And I definitely expect him to lash out at me the same way that he lashed out against Jen Gunter. And I'm very scared of him. Um, I,
2: yeah, tell the if they don't remember the little beef that Stephen Guntry had with Jen Gunter. Okay, so
3: Jen Gunter uh, obviously spoke out against Goop. And a few months ago, you may remember they had a an article called something like a word from our doctors or something. And they had Dr. Stephen Gundry and another one of their doctors, right? Dr.
2: Younger, who... It it was a female doctor. I don't think it was Younger.
3: But Gundry was like... I just hope Jen Gunter that you watch your language and you don't talk like that around your mother or your children. I've never heard anyone talk like that. And if you really want to eat your precious tomatoes, then eat your precious tomatoes. And it was so, I mean, the precious tomatoes line was good. I'll give him that. But I did find the tone to be pretty paternalistic and kind of sexist. And because of that, I just have my guard up with Stephen Gundry. So when he's in there smooth talking, I'm just in there like, all right, dude, like, what exactly are you saying? And he's like, oh, well, I'm so noble. I gave up my career as a heart surgeon to do this. But it's like, yeah, but you're selling like $60 supplements and selling books and going on book tours and having this career of like. Making lectins the new gluten and like your gluten like- is a type of lectin. Yeah, okay. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so it encompasses
2: gluten.
3: Yeah, I know. So it's like, he's like, yeah, you thought it was gluten, <laughs> yeah, but it was actually the enough- lectin, which is part of the gluten. Okay. yeah.
2: Times a thousand. See, yeah. I agree. Like his tone towards Jenga, Gun- and I, you, everyone knows, I am no fan of Jenga. Gun- no, 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 no. Uh, and I think she's ridiculous, but he, yeah, he, his tone was misguided at best yes. and completely misogynistic at worst. Thank you. Uh, that mm. being said, God, when he is on that podcast, the smooth, you just are like, <laughs> a, you know what you're talking it's about. A symphony. Belie- I, man. It's a symphony. I'm like, yes. even J- John and I were listening to the podcast in the car and he never listens to the Goop I'm podcast. i surprised he
3: listened to it, Yeah. Uh,
2: and even he was like, Brian, what about this lectin thing? Should we? Tr-? He was like, ready to try it too.
3: Wow, that's great. I just yeah. wish that he would have like one study published in a reputable he does. peer it's review. No he, it's it's not- of- <laughs> no, he doesn't. It's not. No, he doesn't. In a reputable peer review journal, proving that lectins are the cause of all diseases, which is what he claims. Not a peer- notebook that says my diary. Well, his not peers a notebook.
2: Are you know, Doctor Younger, Doctor Winnetra, the rats the in le- his, the- yeah. <laughs> that he
3: injects with lectins and oh, should oh, yeah. sees them being depressed.
2: Um, uh, and the other thing. I mean, and I literally have only read one chapter of his book so far, but uh, apparently all the beans and legumes and I think rice, if you just cook it in a pressure, pressure cooker, cooker, it's good. And you peel your tomatoes. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it might take a little extra work, but I am, I'm ready I to go. How I'm ready to How do you, you peel to do a it.
3: tomato? How do you do that? Uh,
2: I think you like have to cook it Ugh. and then the skin gets a little soft and then you can just...
4: So it and looks like it, I'm having a tomato free 21 day. Yeah, yeah no, you're, not, you're not. I'd rather just
1: not eat
2: tomatoes. The, the one thing that I'm concerned about is my heavy um, pizza intake, I think, oh, might have to no be. Because that's like your, your dough, your tomatoes. It's like a. He called it a lectin bomb. bomb, bomb. Lectin
4: bomb. bomb. That's
3: what he said. Um,
2: so <laughs> we'll have to find a, a substitute. Um, but I'm going for it.
3: Good. I'll join you. You know, I guess <laughs> I, I'll do it. I'll do, do it. Too? Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, I'll do any <laughs> diet. I don't care. Um, I mean, I haven't had pizza. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't had dairy. I mean, whole 30 like,
2: is basically Oh, but you well, have the nuts and seeds, that's the lectins. And I
3: love nuts and seeds. Yeah. I love almond butter so much. Um you just put it in a pressure cooker. I can't pressure cook my almond butter. Like the whole
2: thing almond butter, put, put it in that instant out. pot. It's good, it's, it's a lectin good to killer. Go. The lectin zapper.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, what if
2: he's in bed with big pressure cooker?
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I bet he is. It's been like a
4: 50 year long game. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, oh, man. All right. That was your best. That
3: right. was my best. What was your best, Aggie? cheap um, <laughs> pan
1: dinners. Oh, Just yeah. That was sheet a good pan one. Dinners sheet pan dinners.
3: Because it's not very exciting, but, you know, I would try any of those recipes. They all look pretty good. The jambalaya thing, I've never tried that. To cook jambalaya rice on a sheet pan? That's a new one for me. That's
2: crazy. There was one that was like chopped vegetables with harissa that looked good. The chicken and uh, mustard. The chicken and
3: mustard and the the miso salmon, if you didn't use miso, we're both Whole30 compliant, but not, obviously can't have miso. But the sheet pan salmon, sheet pan chicken, you can do. Mm -hmm. So that's always a big plus in my world for the next four days.
2: And I only own one sheet pan. So I, can- I know.
3: Me too. Because they were like, for the jambalaya, they were like, put one sheet pan on top of another sheet pan and make like a little. I'd
2: have to buy a new sheet pan. I, you need
3: two sheet pans for oh, it. God. But God, can you imagine the luxury of <laughs> two, sheet two sheet pans? Oh, I can't. I'm not there yet in no, life. Nowhere near it's it. on my vision board. Just a picture just of two sheet you pants. with a sheet pan in each hand. <laughs> yeah, <just> glowing. <laughs>
2: Um, my best was The Megan Tries It. Okay. Not necessarily because of the product that she endorses. So it's, um, it was called A Skin Perfecting Miracle Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole article, it, it really reminded me of why I fell in love with Megan in the first yeah, place. Yeah, she's great. Like, it was, it was not, uh, because I think lately she's gotten very sort of full goop. Like, she's sometimes could, like, ape the voice of the other writers on goop. And this one is definitely her own. She's very kooky. Like, the, um, this is, she was talking about, um, the lead up to her wedding and she, the uh, photograph she was in, she was in a, like a neon green veil and like a cool wedding dress.
1: Yeah. And so the
2: thing is she got um, badly burned a few months before uh, her wedding when she was, I guess, flipping salmon. She and- was flipping
3: salmon and FaceTiming with her friend who was going through a breakup <laughs> yeah. at the same time. And she scalded her shoulder with oil.
2: Which I can relate to. Cause I, I literally burned myself constantly like i I just aggie was over a couple weeks ago when i burned myself taking a loaf of bread out of the oven Mm. and i i still have like a scar it's been almost a month now um but so i guess i should get this uh uh 88 solid oil called eight faces boundless solid oil um it helps uh clear up scar tissue but i just relate i just related to megan burning herself
3: uh, i know me too does it do this is my thing i would buy um, and also, same. Really? Yes. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it sounds. I mean, she just sells she it. She said you, you know? could use it as makeup. Yeah, on your eyelids. Okay, that that was my only. That's where you and I part ways. <laughs> that's where she said she uses it as her makeup. <laughs> no, I know,
4: but I was like, I have really oily eyelids. It's like my. Oh. I'm so self conscious. But about I think
3: it. if you have oily plate, like you're aren't you supposed to put more oil where you have oil or something. Well, oh, I've heard
2: that too. I don't
4: know. Yeah,
3: but I just.
4: She was like, There's nothing more chic. And I was like, Yeah, you got to be kidding Take me. Take her at her
3: that. word.
4: All right, I'll buy it. Buy I, it. I, I did want to buy it. She sold it so hard, and it sounded so luxurious. It does no.
3: sound luxurious. And I really don't know what it is. It's just oh. a bomb.
2: <laughs> no, just I don't a, know. Like, yeah, it's just like a, yeah. it looks like makeup in a. Tub, I don't
3: know. So she tub. said it had
4: jojoba oil. Yeah. Uh,
3: and, like, some other shit. So, yeah. Probably shea butter, mm. too. I mean, I wonder if it's that different from just, like, coconut oil, but it's, it's oh, not. No. Probably. No. no. Well, I don't know. But, well, hey, it's nice to just know that you could maybe one day buy it. and a multi-purpose. Have it. Also, she, I think,
2: she has a one-year-old nephew who lives in Oakland, and I also have a one-year-old nephew who lives in Oakland. Oh, my God. So now okay, I want yeah. my sister to stock... Uh,
1: Megan's brother
2: and sister in law the playgrounds of Oakland and befriend them and, and maybe one day um, we can all be friends. That is so dark, right? yeah. <laughs> That is so disturbing. That's it. You're gonna have to take that. I love part you, out. Megan.
3: <laughs> um, Try me. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Try
2: me. <laughs> um oh my god. All right. So Heather, what was your worst?
4: Um, you know, I'm so I'm such an easy sell with all this kind of stuff. I really had to struggle to find a word. Wow. Yeah, I enjoyed the, the entire oh. newsletter. Uh, I liked all the articles and believed them all yeah. way, pretty much. but so I really struggled. and the the article about the um, food for the brain. Oh, there were two articles about the brain, right? Yeah, there right? were two brain articles. This was
2: sort of like an Alzheimer's-themed newsletter, yeah. where even though they didn't say it. It there was an, was, an like, yeah, yeah. heavy Yeah.
4: Heim's-heavy. <laughs> um, uh, I forget which article it was. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it was the first one. This isn't going to make sense to the listener, but it was about brain function. Was it
2: about inflammation or the one with yeah. like the weird strawberry I think it,
4: it, it? I think it was the one about inflammation. Okay, that was okay. my worst as well. That um. Was- Okay, it. Well, I hope this is from the wrong, the right, from that uh, article and not the other one. But from what I wrote down, maybe it isn't. It's the one with all the food listed at the end.
2: Okay, I think that was the um the other one about inflammation. Okay, they're, they're all interesting. All right, trouble. well, the yeah.
4: I, just, I just want to read the sentence yeah. that set yes, me off. Please. Um, the brain has its own carefully selected diet. So what's good for Our brain is good for the rest of our body, but not necessarily the other way around. Fuck you.
2: That's a mind bender. To me,
4: that just boils down everything that's wrong with these damn articles, all of these things. Because it's like, you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. You're so fucked. What are you telling me? That's The food that's good for my brain is bad for the rest of my body? It's just like, I'm going to give up then. Then I'm just going to eat trash. Because that makes no sense. Everything's like. Isn't everything in concert? Because probably later on in the article, they say that everything works together. And then at the end of the article, they say that the foods that are good for the brain are, you guessed it, berries, dark leafy greens, and salmon. All the so you're- all shit. lectin heavy. First of all, Wait. all lectin heavy. Not yeah. salmon.
2: Not salmon, but berries. Hella and seeds then, in those berries.
4: And wow. also, you're telling me those aren't good for me? the rest of me? I just feel like... For somebody that doesn't know anything about food science or nutrition, that's the kind of sentence that really just makes me say, fuck
2: yeah. it.
3: Yeah. I know. think with
2: these things, you just sort of have to let them wash over you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the things that you take what you want to take and the things that you don't want to take, you just leave it on
3: the newsletter. Agreed. Because that said, this is the thing I would try. <laughs>
2: wow. <laughs>
3: because, and this is why, I've been doing, as we, as we know very well, the whole 30, and I Part and I like it, but a lot of things that I've been reading in Goop and reading in the world have been advocating basically like a Mediterranean diet, mm-hmm. and which is lectin heavy for sure. But um, I know like blue zones are all eating Mediterranean. They're all eating legumes. They're oh. all eating rice. They're all eating whole grain. Blah blah blah. And part of my paranoia with this whole 30 thing is like that I'm not going to be doing the Mediterranean diet and therefore we'll get Alzheimer's and die.
1: <laughs> so, my
3: and remember I'm in love with that doctor from a couple months ago, from oh, a couple weeks ago sexy Mediterranean from USC, diet doctor. Yeah. who was a Mediterranean diet doctor guy. And that is kind of what I in my fantasy I will slide back into after my whole 30 as a Mediterranean. So the, that's why This is what I think I would try Because I think they I think they were Sort of advocating A Mediterranean diet in it Yeah
4: Yeah And can you just um, Remind me what The Mediterranean
3: diet entails Yeah So it's like Whole grains Legumes um, You know Like lean protein But not a lot Like fish twice a week And like maybe Some chicken or something um, You know Vegetable Abundant Olive oil, veg, olive, oil olive oil Good oil. olive oil Avocado And then like you know, all the fruits and vegetables and wine, red wine. Yeah, Two glasses. Got it. Up to two glasses a day. Yeah, the yeah.
2: Mediterranean mm-hmm. diet seems like the most intuitive of the health. Like, it's like anything that you would assume to be healthy mm-hmm. is healthy on the Mediterranean yeah, diet. Yeah, like, like
3: it- not a lot of dairy, which, like, that's yeah. my thing. Like, Except
2: for yogurt, a little bit, I guess. You can have
3: a little yogurt, but, like, that's, like, the thing that fucks me up is dairy. Like, mm-hmm. I can't deal with it. Mm. And so, it's like, I don't mind kissing that bitch goodbye and yeah. just having olive oil and fucking grains. But, you know, we're all different.
2: Yeah. That, yeah. I think that's, yeah. like, every, everyone's body is different. And everyone, um, as many Alzheimer's patients there are in the world, there are as many uh, causes of Alzheimer's. Everyone has their own journey to Alzheimer's. Is that true? No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your worst, Aggie? Oh, my. Oh, we already talked. Oh, yeah. the Gundry, right. I hate him. And mine was <laughs> the, um, the other inflammation article uh,
3: <laughs> mm, on
2: the newsletter. Yeah. The one called Inflammation. Or no, called "Rewire Your Head, Change Your World," and yeah. it's by this guy Rudy Tanzi, who's a PhD, and he's somehow teaming up with uh, fucking Chopra. Deepak Chopra. And if there's three, the three things I hate most in any Goop article are about inflammation. It's just boring. Anything <laughs> yeah. with a stupid acronym, which this has, <laughs> um, and Deepak Chopra, uh, <laughs> and this had all three. So all the the acronym he he has this thing called Shield which stands for sleep, handle stress, interact with others, exercise, learn new things, (laughs) and diet.
3: Oh, it um, sounds like a pretty good lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, and was just dumb. I mean, and now like, that you say it out loud. I know, seriously. Like, so when I read it, I was like, fuck this. But now that you said it, I'm like, well, I mean, I wouldn't kick any of those out of my life."
2: Uh, but I think it's like, like again, Deepak Chopra is trying to rebrand himself as this gut health guy it's that like we talked Deepak, about a few weeks ago. It's like, you your already, star
3: is fading. And like, it's true. Oh, you're so
2: rich. Just, like, just, retire. Yes. Um, so this guy is, of course, hawking his, Um. we also talked about this a couple weeks ago, the True Niagen mm. supplement. Oh, is yeah. um, which is not—it's like every, you know everyone's father was taking niacin, but now you don't niacin. take niacin; you take niacin. <laughs> Um And then he talks about you know ashwagandha, which I am a proponent of. I take it every day. Yeah,
3: they made me want to take start taking. That um,
2: and then there's something else called cat's claw, which I oh, am yeah. not going to get into because it's just a, a a hole. I do not need to die. Like I do not need to add another supplement to my. Who can afford yeah. it? You're saving um, up
3: for that second sheep, Pam.
2: I know. You
3: I can't, am <laughs> you can't <on> cat's claw.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, God. And then, of course, at the end, he has this, like, long disclaimer that he's, like, on the board of mm. True niogen and, like, the board of Cat's Claw, Big Cat's Claw. But then he's like, I am not making any money from Ashwagandha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so kinda, like, oh, God, that was like, so strange. Yeah. So I was just like, fuck this guy. I, Deepak Chopra should just retire. He yeah. is past his prime. I don't oh, care about him. He's God. written a million books. And he's a he's a charlatan. He's been proven as like he's yeah. He's like I mean, he reminds me of um I don't know, just like a like a cult leader like mm-hmm. in Wild Wild Country. He could have been on Wild Wild oh Country. My oh my god, I'm sure. Yeah.
4: Yes. It's um, true. Wait. I just did the Deepak and Oprah meditation. Oh I yes. ended it yesterday. That so made this me, is all very really? uh, that, relevant to I've me. I've
2: tried a lot of meditation stuff. That one made me hate meditation more than I <gasps> Whoa yeah. Do
4: tell. I
2: okay. So I like, well, when I first started getting into it, I liked the Headspace one because he really guides you through stuff. Mm-hmm. And it for me, at least, his, what he just seems like less insane, but it was very expensive. It's like $10 a month. Yeah. So I stopped doing it. And now I just do, um, there's a free app called Insight Timer and they just have a bunch of free, it's like YouTube videos of yoga teachers, but it's like cool. anyone can upload one and then you can just see which people you like. Um, and now I usually do a little less guided because I have done it a little bit. Um, so now I mostly like a little talking up top and then just sort of like silence. Um, or I just like a pure chanting one, which is nice. But the Oprah and Deepak, it's also like Oprah's voice. It's just so, you just recognize, it's hard to concentrate when it's mm-hmm. Oprah. You're just like, I know this is Oprah. So. Huh,
3: wait, so it's Oprah guiding you through meditation?
2: She introduces it. Yeah, she just, like, yeah, and she then just yeah.
3: kind of
4: talks about... Things in more of layman's terms, Mm -hmm. and then he takes over. over,
2: I'm
3: disgusted with myself that I haven't bought that shit because it's free. Yeah,
2: it's a 30 day
3: wait. Because I get emails for it, but I always thought you had to pay for it.
4: No, no. Well, they only do the free ones every like season. Oh, that's what
3: I'm getting the emails about. And they'll
4: do those emails are fucking. I had to unsubscribe cuz they send you like 3 a day all yes. year long.
3: I know I have not unsubscribed. They're all unread yeah, in my inbox. Yeah, it's so I'm insane. In it's yes. like the reason why you can't go online Yeah, <laughs> and why your
4: connection is slow. But I just they they do free ones that they just keep up for the 21 days and you so everyone's like doing it together.
3: Oh, you know what? They would just be finished good? one. Fuck. You I want to do the 21-day meditation and the 21-day diet at the same time. <gasps> oh, There's ooh, nothing what? like doing like a two yeah. twofer. You're just going to levitate and yeah. you're the like, sun. "Bye, I'm <laughs> up there, I'm you're gone.
4: You're going to be so superior. <laughs> I will. so superior. to Everyone, it's going to be delicious. Oh my
1: god. All right,
2: so what heather was your craziest or saddest?
4: Um that one that you just said. Oh, yeah. yeah. The um I wrote down uh true niogen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, to me that it? was that just like reminds me so much of Scientology, just those like <laughs> those like front names yeah. for things.
2: It's like a word that you recognize with one syllable change. Yeah. And it's yeah. like a new word that costs 10 times as much as the old word. Yeah. And you're like, this is fishy. It
4: just reminds me of like fake, like uh, snake oil. Yes. Like, when yeah. I, when I see stuff like that with a like registered trade, I'm like, yeah. Oh, when no. it's like
2: a vitamin <laughs> that has its <laughs> yeah. trademark. Yeah. You're like, who's the, the sleazy doctor that upped the AIDS medicine.
3: Oh, that guy. Like a- Shrelly. Shrelly, Shrelly. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um. Mm. Yeah, this guy's the the Screlly of of
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god.
2: Uh, Aggie, what was your craziest?
3: I mean, my craziest and saddest and just weirdest was Jean's honey article from the Monday. Not a newsletter. great Jean. One. Oh, yeah. I I didn't like that. I one was either. like, what the fuck? Because Jean is I don't know if you know Heather. She's like the beauty editor or the beauty director. Uh, so she's, like, Megan's boss, we think. She was, like, the first, like, big beauty editor there. And then, okay. like, now Megan is, like, just, like, most of the beauty stuff. Jean has, we're obsessed with Jean. She's, like, the
2: Margot Channing to Megan's Eve Harrington.
4: Okay, okay. She's a
3: big, yeah, she's a big deal for us. Um, But, like, lately she's just seemed to be really kind of slacking off. And then this thing was, like, not really about beauty. It was just, like, I like to eat this honey that tastes like chocolate. It's great. <laughs> like, it's I like, I put what? honey in my ice cream? And it's like, it's so good if you put it on top of ice cream. What the hell was it? Yeah. The, the whole thing about, like,
4: if you're a sandwich shaver.
3: And <laughs> <so> who's <laughs> a sandwich shaver? Me? If you, <laughs> that was so insane. Like, to shave you shave meat. No, it's like if you shave. It's like if you make a peanut butter jelly sandwich for your kid, but then you shave off a little bit and eat it. It's like she's you like, can't.
4: You can't eat the whole that's thing. So sad. Yeah. You can make one make for yourself. yourself. Yeah, and she's
3: like, but if you if you use this, you'll eat a whole one. You'll eat your whole own sandwich. It's and like, so, like oh, since God, when you is you that the worst
4: thing in the world bitch. to make
3: yourself a damn peanut butter jelly I sandwich? I mean, calm it, down. I know it blew my mind. And is I that what was moms
2: just, do? Is they just eat? a little piece of what they make for their kids?
3: I don't to... think so. That's so sad. I mean, how do you even eat part of a sandwich? A peanut butter jelly sandwich is not that big. I mean, if you take a little piece of it, that kid's going to notice something yeah, missing. Yeah, it's going to be a chunk, chunk of it missing. Just the crust. Yeah.
4: Maybe you just eat the crust.
3: Ew, probably the crust. She it's just, just like rolls, rolls that
4: honey in the crust. Just rolls them up. Just <laughs> yeah. eats her little, 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 honey her little stolen like sandwich-shaped rolls. Does and she
3: have kids?
4: I don't think
2: so. She never She's never mentioned. About kids it. yeah I... Yeah, this is not typical Jean.
3: It's not. Jean is like a great beauty writer. Like, we love Jean. Maybe she and should just not so do weird. food stuff. I what don't know. What was the connection? She just
4: said honey is beautifying. This, like, I don't
2: know. No, this is like a a new column called Godfrey's Guide. So usually oh, she yeah. does an advice column called Ask Jean about oh, beauty. Okay. But Godfrey's Guide is just her. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be beauty related. It's just
3: stuff she's into, mm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so
2: she's just into honey, which I'm like... It's I mean, I honey. guess it looked good. It's I mean, like chocolate I like honey honey, honey. too. Yeah. But,
3: I mean, I also sure. like honey and chocolate. I don't know if those flavors necessarily go together
2: Honey me. and chocolate? No. I do like honey and peanut butter, though. Honey and peanut butter Ooh, is honey, good. Honey, peanut butter, marmalade, and sea salt.
3: That's a lot. Ooh, what flavor
4: marmalade?
3: Just
2: orange. Like okay. a bitter wow. orange. So it's, like, really bitter. And then and then the honey sweetens it. And then peanut butter. Chunky Ugh. peanut butter. And then a little malden sea salt. God
3: damn. That sounds good. Yeah. Mm.
2: God, I can wait me to on this diet. <laughs> um... Okay, so my craziest—I'm surprised no one's talked about it yet. The article called "The Power of Moments."
3: Oh, you know what? I'll be real. I like opened it, slipped through, and was like, "Nah," and then I didn't read it.
2: I was ready to not read it, but then I forced myself to plow through it, and there were some fucking gems in it. So this okay. is this was my craziest slash saddest because it's literally a book about if you are like such a sad person that you have trouble remembering like good memories, I guess, of your life, and you need to like make sure you remember like the precious moments of your life because it doesn't come naturally to you to remember things. I have no idea. So this is, and literally it was had to be written by two people who I think are either brothers or husbands. Their name are chip and Dan Heath. (laughs) I have no idea what their relationship is. Um, But then they, so they talk about like how, I don't even know why you need a book for this. They're like the moments that you remember are like the ones that are especially happy or like memorable. And you're like, yep. Yep. Um, so there's four different types. There's elevation, which are moments that lift us above the ordinary. Okay. Insight, which moments that rewire our understanding of our world, like epiphanies, in parentheses it says. Pride, moments of achievement or recognition. <laughs> and connection, moments that deepen our ties to other people. Blah, blah, blah. So then they talk about the Disney paradox, what? which is like um, if you were to measure your minute-by-minute minute happiness at a Disney theme park on a hot, crowded summer day, chances are you would mm. have... Been happier for most of the day if you had been sitting on your couch at home. But in memory, the Disney visit might be a highlight of your year because you just remember the good parts of the Disney. Uh, experience and not all the you know when you're waiting in line for an hour and a half to go on the teacups or whatever because
3: there were higher highs
2: higher highs exactly
3: but I don't think well whatever well to me there is no no high isn't that bad
2: yeah I don't think it's bad and I love like I love Disneyland I have an annual pass to Disneyland I go there all the time but nothing is as high of a high as being able to sit on your couch all day (laughs) so I just think it was a bad example Because I was like, oh, like, I love Disney. And then when they're like, or sitting on your couch, and I'm like, mm, ooh, and Then, the then, then you yeah. felt a full body euphoria yeah.
4: thinking <laughs> of that experience. Uh,
2: so, yeah, and then the other, sorry, I just have to give one more example. They give a lot of examples. It's fucking insane. But the other one that they give is this company that remains nameless. I don't know if it's Goop. I don't think it is because it seems too weird even for Goop but they're like most people have shitty first days at a new job because you just are like sitting there yes. and they're waiting for your computer to be set up or whatever um, so this is the story of oh no they do say the company it's John Deere the tractor company oh, which what? is very weird. so <laughs> yes. everyone who starts working at John Deere this is so insane um, the CEO of the company literally knocks on your door at home before what? your first day Yeah. <laughs> no! yeah um, uh, and yeah, it begins with having your boss meet you at the front door and continues with a tour, a gift, and a welcome message from the company's CEO that describes why the work of the company matters. Then you have to go to an off-site lunch with a small group that work for the company and they all talk passionately about the projects that they found to be most meaningful. And um, everything is designed to lead the new employee to think, this job matters, I matter, and I belong here. If I started any job... Anywhere near this experience, I would not even. I would quit
1: day one. as soon
2: as the boss knocks on my door. I would punch <laughs> I, him in the face, <laughs> like lock the door and call the unemployment <laughs> office because I I would be so traumatic for me.
4: You're filling out the paperwork yeah, as soon like, as the
1: no. door closes
4: and calling the police. Yeah, why, why do you know where my I live? House?
3: That is so uh, inappropriate. Oh my God. What a Violation of boundaries.
2: But I guess to the people that work at John Deere, this is like a a moment that triggers happiness. Or so they say, because
3: they're employed there and they have to say
4: it. It Sounds insanely Um, violating. Yeah.
2: So yeah, this article it started off like, oh, this is gonna be boring, and then it just got fucking weird. So I loved it. Crazy. Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: I loved in this article too the thing about having your own holiday when you're a (laughs) child. I was like, oh, that sounds like that would be really.
2: That's
3: that,
2: your own holiday. Yeah, A birthday is enough. Like, yeah. yeah,
3: it's
4: like he gives some example of...
2: Oh, yeah. Well, the one <laughs> other one that was totally insane was... Um, it says a friend of ours said that when she was growing up, her dad was, would occasionally wake her up in the middle of the night. They'd go downstairs and eat snacks by candlelight. Oh, <laughs> yes! <laughs> and talk and play games or watch a movie. And she said she absolutely <gasps> cherishes those memories. That is... That's a, that's the definition of abuse to wake a child up in the middle of the night when they're sleeping and having to have a Give snack by candlelight with your father, just the I two of you downstairs. Know. That's <laughs> no, all kinds of fucked no, up. I don't no, even want to no. get into don't it, but like, no, that's wrong. That's
4: really that's, too, it's too heavy for this. I mean, it's too dark. yeah, we can't we go can. there. No. The implications of that. But that's yeah, every, <laughs> every
2: example that these brother husbands gave were, was, was truly traumatizing.
3: Yeah. That sounds um, fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, um, <laughs> thank you so much for reading and reporting that because I couldn't I, even I could barely get myself to click on it. I'm not it, sure that it, I, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, same.
2: But yeah, it was worth it. Wow. Um all right, do we go over the things we would try? What?
4: Um yeah, the try was the sheet pan meal. Oh, the sheet oh, pan okay. meal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I thought those looked Well, it's funny because when I first started going through the newsletter, I was instantly saw that and was like, oh, I'm trying this tonight. Mm. The chickpea one looks so good. good. But then I listened to the podcast about lectins, and I was so like, I like, I can't yeah. have that.
2: Make the chickpeas in your pressure cooker. Oh, yeah.
4: So you have to cook them twice.
3: Twice baked. Twice <laughs> baked <bait> chickpeas. <laughs>
2: uh, and, Aggie, yours was? Mine
3: was the brain diet. The brain diet. Which is, like, basically a Mediterranean diet. Yeah. yeah.
2: And mine was uh, a little article called Optimizing Essential Oil Absorption.
3: Oh, and for is that the other one with the feet? On yeah, it? I, it was just because, like, if, again, if it's got feet, I don't want
2: them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, I don't, I'm not like, I don't like love feet, but I don't dislike them either. Yeah. I think they're fine. Um, yeah. But uh, this, because you always like buy essential oils and you're like, do I put on my forehead? Like, what do I do with yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So, this was really a good step by step. Um, you put them between your little toes mm-hmm. and then you wiggle your toes and you put them on your fingers. It was like a step-by-step thing of how to do essential oils. Put them on your thumb, massage for 15 seconds behind your ears, gently massage your temples and finally cup your palms over your nose and mouth and I guess like knock yourself out with ether. It <laughs> says take five deep inhalations. The final step triggers the olfactory therapeutic benefits and then you're dead.
3: And then you're done. <laughs> yeah, I put it in my bath.
2: Oh, that's a good way yeah. to do it if you don't want to do seven whole steps.
3: There's always so many steps for how to smell stuff on this <laughs> newsletter. like
2: but it's good because it's not I don't know. Essential oils to me, it's like it's always a mystery of like what to do with them. So I just like this like step by step.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This reminds me of that thing that Jean had, where she was like putting it in her hands and smelling oh, it right. on the plane last week oh, or a couple weeks ago. There was like a thing you just smell just when you're in public because like you can't handle the smells of the world. And it was just, <laughs> so weird. So they're called, like, like smelling salts. Yeah, it was exactly. Yeah. Like those, smelling.
4: those help you from like not being unconscious. Right? Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. It this was, is called like travel
2: oil. Pop- yeah.
3: Yeah. You put it in your hands and just smell it, like so you just don't have to smell humanity.
2: <laughs> oh my god. It sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the thing we would, mine was uh, Dr. Uh, Gundry's book, which that I already you bought, did. the thing that I would buy. Okay. already bought um, it. And you guys had- The oil, the oil was the oils. mine. Oh, all yeah, oils. Yeah. Great, great, great. The solid oil.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. Wow. What a podcast. Yeah.
3: What a podcast indeed. Oh
4: my God. I can't believe how much I learned. I was not expecting all
3: this oh. just
4: to learn so much about my- IBS. Can you imagine
2: doing this every week? What we do, reading, reading
4: it. It's so nice. Would it make much. you insane? Yeah.
2: Is it make? How does? Has it made us insane? I don't even know.
4: I, I felt even... a little crazy reading like, like that moment article when I when I got to that one. I was like, this is about moments.
3: Like, what? What is do you it mean? It's a lot to
2: plow through every Friday morning. <laughs>
3: Some of it's just filler. I think um, they just write nonsense.
2: But yeah, we're so happy that you could come on. So thank oh you so much. Everyone, for watch having... Healing with Heather. Yes, it's, it's super great. Funny. And um, before we go, we have... This is embarrassing to do in front of a guest. Yeah, this is embarrassing. Maybe we'll have Heather read it. Was that less embarrassing or I more embarrassing like for us? I think that's like worse. All right, I'll read but it. What is it? It's just, our
3: five-star... We have a five-star review.
2: From a listener. From a
3: listener. From a friend of the podcast.
2: Yes, this is uh, Aziza King, who uh, is great on Instagram. Um, She's really fun. She owns Goop Glow. Yes. She does it, which is way more than we can say. We're going to have to get some Goop Glow. Yeah. We're going to buy some. Yeah. Um, but she is a... She's a true goop head, and I'm yeah. so glad that she loves our podcast. Yeah,
3: so so glad. Yeah, we've heard from her on Instagram a lot, and we love hearing from all of you guys on Instagram or any way you want to reach out to us. It like we really do appreciate hearing from you. And absolutely. Yeah.
2: Um, so this is the I read it?
3: Okay, <laughs> all right. So the Goop podcast for regular people. I absolutely love this podcast. This was the Goop podcast before goop podcast sorry okay i've been listening for a few months and i feel like these guys are my buddies we feel like that too the podcast is for regular people who secretly want to be down with the goop cult but aren't really sold on it all the way i like their honesty to question bs and their willingness to be open to different wellness tips from at aziza.king aziza.king thank you so much we really appreciate that review yeah this is
2: uh again every review that we get like um uh, clarifies our mission statement way more yeah, than we've been ever able to do Yeah, it helps us to, to understand do,
3: so. what we're doing, yeah. <laughs> and we appreciate it just so much. Yeah. So
2: it's really helpful. Um. And yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, oh, could I
3: just
4: um, I just want to drop my Twitter handle. Oh yeah. Oh, of um, just because.
2: Heather's great on Twitter. Oh, too. She's, she's so, so funny. funny on yeah. Twitter. Yeah.
4: Thank you. You can also find the link to the web series, uh, to the YouTube channel in my bio on Twitter, and it's Bimbo Summit. Exactly how it sounds. Bimbo One word. Bimbo. Yes, follow.
2: I, if you were to follow one of us on Twitter, it would definitely be Heather. Please <laughs> have it be Heather. Yeah. She
3: actually like uses it and uses it yeah. correctly. It's only because you guys don't use it enough.
2: <laughs>
4: I'm always craving those Aggie tweets, but uh-huh. once in a blue moon, <laughs> a
3: very blue
2: moon. Um, all right, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. As thank always, you. tell your friends, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.